Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3 with Adrian Abraham and Lindley Fu. Time now for why it matters. And Singapore is known to be a prominent financial and technology hub in the region. Still, when it comes to the semiconductor supply chain, the city state has been dwarfed by its regional peers. But things may be changing. That's right. Big Western chip makers and related suppliers are moving to increase production in Singapore as they work to meet growth in demand in the medium to long term and spread their supply chain risks. Yes, demand. Demand for semiconductors grew significantly during the COVID-19 pandemic, but has since tapered off and remains sluggish, you know, due to concerns about a global economic downturn. And joining us on the show to tell us more is Walter Kuypers, Partner Advisor at KPMG in Singapore. Good morning. Thank you very much, Elidan. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. Last November, the industry organization World Semiconductor Trade Statistics forecast that global semiconductor sales will shrink 4.1% year-on-year to $556.5 billion in 2023, the first annual decline in four years. Will this likely affect Singapore? Well, over the years, I guess the, the semiconductor industry has played a crucial role um, in empowering modern technology, right, including smartphones, computers and other electronic devices. And a decline in global semiconductor sales could have an impact on the broader technology industry and the economy as a whole. However, it's, I think, important to note that, you know, fluctuations in the semiconductor sales are not uncommon. They typically follow a cyclical demand pattern related to either new technology innovation or consumer technology refresh, right? So the industry has seen ups and downs before, and the decline in sales doesn't necessarily indicate a long-term trend or a significant problem in my view. I expect that the, the reasons for the projected decline in sales to be fairly temporary, and with the ongoing recovery from the pandemic and the continued growth of emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence, 5G, and the Internet of Things, I expect the semiconductor industry likely to bounce back in the near future, uh, with some of the companies actually already citing uh, that they expect a recovery as soon as the end of this year. And therefore, where projected decline in sales is notable, I don't really see it as a reason for significant concern at this moment. Is this specific to the region or Singapore? Uh, I would say this is more specific for the globe, right? But Singapore plays a very structural part of the global supply chains of the semiconductor industry. So this would apply to Singapore as well. Walter, I want to touch on something that's been in the news a lot recently, tech layoffs, you know, yet there is expansion in terms of production. So are the layoffs across the board or are we seeing expansion in some sectors and not others within the tech industry? That's a very good question. I think the layoffs indeed happen largely at the front end, right? So where you look at uh, companies that are providing uh, consumer and commercial electronics directly to end users, that's where we see the the largest percentage of the layoff in sort of, you know, total end-to-end semiconductor value chain. I think upstream, there's still uh, ongoing investments, right? Because these new technologies are coming and, and chip innovation is happening very quickly. Where there are concerns on the economic side in terms of how profits can be protected uh, whilst growth is, is coming down, as cited before. So I see it more at the downstream side of the semiconductor uh, value chain rather than at the upstream side. Although, you know, people are focused on securing that um, hiring goes in line with, with expected growth. Okay, Walter, countries around the world are competing to attract chip-related companies. Singapore's government is also working hard to lure investment by offering tax breaks and land and supporting research and development. How does Singapore's 
stack up against regional competitors. In my view, Singapore indeed provides very favourable conditions, right? Um, it has always had a very strong reputation in executing high quality manufacturing in electronics, which also signified, of course, by the fact that the global semiconductor uh, footprint, you know, Singapore provides 10% of the total world's economic chips production here. That combined with, a, you know, a stable economic and political environments and its position as a strategic logistics hub makes it very attractive for semiconductor manufacturers to put their critical manufacturing operations in Singapore, right? Um, it also has created a favorable climate um, with things like concessionary tax rates down to 5% mm -hmm. of corporate tax, right? Depending on the enterprise profile. And it also provides R&D and training grants that are available and very useful for the semiconductor industry as well. The third item here, which is very critical, is that Singapore is also stimulating its center of excellence as a global talent hub, which is an approach for the semiconductor industry to stimulate and attract global talents, right? Into Singapore through special employment passes. And also via its recent budget 2023 announcement, the government has also announced that it's topping up the National Productivity Fund with $4 billion, which will definitely trickle down to the Advanced Manufacturing and Trade Cluster, which Semiconductor is part of, supported by EDB, for industry transformation, right? And from there, you can expect a strong push towards new frontiers that will translate itself into enterprise technology innovation, digital transformation in supply chains that will enable new capabilities for improved end-to-end -end visibility of the ecosystem, both domestically as well as internationally, um, and that will increase speed and quality of execution for better resilience and, and you know that's where Singapore will maintain its position as very favorable markets as part of the global value chain. Absolutely. You know, Singapore is often seen as this safe haven for businesses, given its political stability, you know, even as geopolitical tensions rise. Why is this factor important for companies and what is this unique proposition Singapore can offer them? Well, stable supply chains are critical for predictable outcomes, right? So, you know, and some regional players have been reporting to be shifting their production chains over the past few years because of their need to diversify their supply chain, as well as being able to respond better to things like COVID-19 impacts, right? Where there's shortage of materials and supplies in general that stops, you know, producing the product on time for better serviceability to customers. Besides that, there is also, of course, a, a continuous need to try to be cost effective and lowering costs, uh, also in preparation of, you know, looming economic recession. So hence, you know, semiconductor business have been looking for dual source suppliers and dual supply chains as part of their diversification strategy. And they've already started to segregate their supply chains away from traditional major single source markets. Right? And as mentioned, Singapore provides a unique value proposition in this respect with a very strategic role in the region due to its connectivity, due to its favorable tax, its investment climate, uh, as well as overall high skilled workforce, providing strong capabilities for, you know, quality control and maintaining and improving productivity levels. Walter, we hear the term techno-nationalism a lot in recent days. Recent developments to US CHIPS Act actually bars chipmakers from expanding in China if they're to receive money from a you know, multi-billion federal fund designed to ramp up efforts towards a leading-edge US semiconductor industry. How do you think this will impact Singapore? From an industry perspective, mm -hmm. obviously, people still see Singapore as a very attractive market to invest, right? And with these uh, trade barriers uh, happening, you know, it comes back to diversification of supply chain again, right? So how do I make sure that I don't have linear supply chains that take from single source major markets, but be able to fulfill demand in those markets separately, right? And that requires diversification of supply chain, that requires growth of manufacturing footprints in other markets than maybe the traditional major ones. 
response. Right? And I think that's where Singapore plays a critical role in the semiconductor supply chain uh, mm. to help with that expansion mm. and provide that climate for companies to you know, look mm. more into Southeast Asia with Singapore as a critical COE uh, center of excellence here. What is your forecast for you know, supply chain risks this year? What is it looking like? Major risk in the supply chain that are up and coming, of course, are around uh, ESG, environmental, social and governance, right, with carbon tax, for example, through the Global Supply Chain Act, right, where mm-hmm. companies that do business through Europe, through Germany, uh, need to comply with certain decarbonization standards mm-hmm. and, and reporting standards um, that will definitely start to influ- influence the industry, right? So how are companies also in the semiconductor industry preparing for that? Um, what do they already measure? What should they measure? And how do they control the carbon footprint mm-hmm. um, hitting those those ESG requirements? That's one. The second is maybe to your, one of your earlier questions where you said what favorable tax climate is Singapore providing. Mm. There is something called BEPS, right, which allows certain tax restrictions. So you're not able to get less than 14% of your total tax as a company reduced. So that would require business to start thinking about how do they manage their business to secure that they can still get the maximum tax benefits, but not be able to necessarily get that from the traditional markets, right, which is a risk for Singapore as well as it's one of its advantages and major attraction points for global supply chains. So it needs to think about how it can help businesses to manage that better. Thank you very much, Walter, for sharing your insights with us this morning. We've been speaking to Walter Kuypers, Partner Advisory at KPMG in Singapore. You're most welcome, Lily and Adrian. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.